Hey, what's up, everybody, and thank you for hitting the play button on the Derek Diamond Experience. And thank you to those who listen every single Thursday on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and ddepodcast.com. This week, you'll be hearing my conversation with local bluegrass band, Bear With Me. But first, I've got a quick question for those of you that are listening. Are you looking for new original music? If so, you should check out Atomics, the brand new EP from my close friends, the Unicorn Wranglers, featuring the vocals of Joey Trincali. It has three new tracks, including their single Tomorrow's Plan, which is also the theme song of the Derek Diamond Experience. This EP is unlike anything the Unicorn Wranglers have done before. So support local music by checking out Atomics, which is available now on iTunes and Spotify. And they also have a special contest going on if they sell... 100 records in a month, they will film a music video of their song, Great Day to Be Nude, While Nude. Yes, you heard that correctly, nude. You can keep up with the Unicorn Wranglers on social media, like them on Facebook, and follow them on Twitter and Instagram, at Wranglers. And finally, don't forget to visit their website, theunicornwranglers.com. You are listening to The Derek Diamond Experience. Welcome to episode 77 of the Derek Diamond Experience for the week of October 22nd, 2015. As always, I am coming to you from the Gulf Coast of Pensacola, Florida. Coming up on today's show, you'll be hearing my conversation with local bluegrass band Bear With Me. And it's an interesting story as to how this interview came about. I've mentioned on past episodes of the show that I work part-time at the WSRE television studios. That's the local PBS affiliate. And every year, WSRE holds a concert series called Studio Amped. And for a two-week period, different bands will come in every night and they will film a live concert. Usually lasts about an hour long and admission is free to the public, so you can just come to the studio and enjoy a free concert that's lit really well. And I I work as a a camera operator for it. And through that, I met this band called Bear With Me. And I'd never heard of them before, but listening to their music, they, I was surprised as to how different they were. They're a bluegrass band. And I don't really know of any other bluegrass bands in the Pensacola areas, usually used to like punk rock, indie rock, uh, you know, various types of rock music, but you never really hear anything country or bluegrass when you go watch a live concert in like a Sluggos or a Handlebar or somewhere like that. So I thought they might have a very interesting story that I would love to hear. And I I always love hearing about music because I was in marching band when I was in high school, but since then I haven't really delved into the world of music that much. So I really wanted to know why they chose bluegrass music. Were they fans of bluegrass growing up? Was it something they just decided, oh, well, this type of genre works, so we're going to go with it? You know, Have they known each other for very long? Have they been friends since childhood? Did they just meet? And it's one of those things that I just knew they would have an interesting story to tell. So I talked with their manager, Dennis, and we set up this interview, and he is in the interview as well, but we got to talk with all of the band members, finding out their individual stories and what they bring to the band, and they were just great. I I loved meeting them. They were fun to talk to. 
They had a great story, so you should definitely support their music, and if you get a chance to see them live if they play in the area, you should definitely go, and you should follow them on Facebook. Just search for Bear With Me, and they keep it very up-to-date, and that's how you can find out when they'll be playing next in the Pensacola area. So sit back, enjoy this interview. I had a lot of fun doing it. Thank you to all the members of the band and to Dennis, their manager, for taking the time to do it. And I hope you enjoy it as much as I had fun conducting the interview. So sit back and enjoy this wonderful conversation I had with Bear With Me. Back here with the members of Bear With Me. Guys, why don't you go around the table and uh, introduce yourselves and what instrument you play in the band. I'm uh, Ryan Bilberry. I uh, play guitar and I... Born here, born and raised here in Pensacola, 24 years old. <laughs> I'm Ed Adams. I play the mandolin, the dobro, and the train whistle. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing. Um, Walter Weekly, I play the double bass, and I do backup vocals. Uh, Joseph Seeley, I play guitar and banjo, and bear with me. I'm Dennis Gleason, and I manage Bear With Me. Now, one thing I want to ask you, Ed, first of all, what is a dobro? It's like a guitar, but the strings are probably almost an inch off the fretboard or on the off the body, and you have to play it with like a metal bar. Really? Yeah, so it's a little different than a guitar, but it's got all the same type tunings and stuff like that, so you can, it's, a lot of it translates over from a regular guitar to that. Yeah, because I remember you playing it at Studio Amps, and I was just like, what in the world is that instrument? Because I'd never seen it before. I mean, the the mandolin, you know, is really cool. So we, I know we were like, we got to get the mandolin on camera. So it's, I, I was one of the camera ops during uh, during Studio Amps. So, um, so are all of you guys born and raised in Pensacola? Or are you from different areas? No, we think we're pretty much. Yeah, I'm from Molino, but I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. from Cantonment, realistically. But yeah. I, I was I was born here, but um, I was raised up north in Montana. I think Dennis is from New York. Yeah, southeast of Buffalo. Not, not, oh, wow. Not, yeah, not the yeah. city, but the really yeah. small town, no one there. Part. Now, one of my good friends is from Buffalo. Oh, really? He says nothing but good things about yeah. it. Yeah. He's a diehard Bills fan, too. That's rough. Like, obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> diehard road. Yeah, it, it is. So, how, how did you all get interested in music? Is it something that you, know, you just latched onto as a kid or is it something you just randomly tried you know later in life and you're like oh this is kind of fun oh man as far as i know i mean runs deep uh-huh. yeah, yeah it, all, it always runs deep mm-hmm. my uh, my father was is a keyboarder keyboard player and uh, i've learned a lot from him growing up he had a lot of original songs and such um and just always listen to him i you know I picked up on it like that, I know, for sure. Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> My sister actually influenced me uh, first when I was growing up, and then when Ryan and I used to hang out all the time as kids, um, I remember he got a drum set for Christmas one year, and I just wanted to pick up something as well. My sister had a keyboard growing up and a bass. Oh, yeah, we would always yeah. mess around with that yeah, keyboard, Yeah, we, we were, actually, now, now that we think about <laughs> Man, it. Man, that was insane. insane. Yeah, we, we, Ryan and I would actually imitate our own radio shows. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember when we met, yeah. you guys showed me those tapes. We <laughs> 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 make our own radio shows. Are there any, is there any uh, is it, 
don't know where they'd be. They probably they, know, they'd be I don't know where they would be, Ryan. Yeah, right. I don't know, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Was it no. cassettes? No, 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 I think they were cassettes. Yeah, they were. Yeah, we were doing cassettes. You showed me at your house a long time ago. I know I got. I know I got a lot of those tapes actually. I still may. I know. At my mom's place, I got a whole drawer full of them. So I just the whole going all through them. But Ryan got a got drums. I I wanted to pick up something, so I just went home one day and went through the closet. I looked at the keyboard and I looked at the bass. Picked up an electric bass. But we were always the rogues. Ed, I don't know how long how long have you been in music? Um, I started in high school, or actually I started kind of middle school. Uh, my older brother played piano, and like I have an uncle who plays guitar and sings, but that was kind of it as far as people that played music in my family. Uh, my dad played guitar some. And he plays harmonica, but during that point in his life, he didn't really play. Played a lot in the Navy. So, um, yeah, I just started picking it up after my brother started playing piano. And uh, he got mad. So, because, you know, I started like really getting into it. And he's like, oh, I can't be in the same thing you're into. <laughs> so he picked up the guitar. And I hear my brother playing the guitar. I'm like, oh, I want to play the guitar now. So I started That's playing the guitar then. And then just whatever instrument's been handed to me since then, I start playing. Yeah, you got that. You got that. <laughs> Here, here's a flute. <laughs> that train whistle. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take some time. Yeah. When did you start playing the mandolin? Uh, <laughs> Seriously? Probably like like three two, days two before weeks. we played <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Is that um, really it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, he could play does on it. Does it cross over? It must cross over a lot as far as... Actually, no, it doesn't. I just yeah. sat there and started playing it. Yeah. Um, well, and all of music goes together, and yeah. all of the, the different types of instruments in some way go together. So once you start to figure certain things out, and the way things are tuned, and the way things, uh, the steps and things like that between notes, it just all kind of runs together, and you can start doing what you want to do. Go by feel more yeah. right and, and what's happening around you, yeah, right, orally speaking. Uh, my dad actually kind of started picking up music again once I got interested into it, so he started playing guitar a little bit and he bought a mandolin while I was uh just out of high school, so he played it like just learning out of a book, you know, some notes, you know, things like that. And uh, I picked his up a couple times, and that was all I really played. And then I remember, like, a couple of years back, a buddy of mine had one. And I just kind of learned how to strum a few chords on it from there. But then uh, I, then the same buddy, he actually ended up moving in with me and my, being my roommate. He had the same mandolin. And I was like, hey, I should let me pick on that a little bit. And that was, like, for like a, almost a week, I think, before Studio Amped. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, I think I'll play this a lot more now. Played, <laughs> I think you played one actual gig with yeah we played the Friday games. before yeah. yeah and it sounded great I mean mm-hmm. I was like let's give it a shot and see what it sounds like <laughs> sounded alright so I think we kept it it all works out right yeah <laughs> it was it was cool yeah I, I have uh, two uh, good friends of mine are in a band and their drummer well they they had a release party for their uh, like their first album and their drummer the first time they played uh, with that drummer was that night yeah. at oh, that wow. release party, but I mean, it, you you never would have known it, right? So, yeah, yeah. This is it, it's, it's crazy to me how when you hear stories like that, like oh, we started playing like the week before, and then it sounds like you guys have played together for years. Yeah. yeah. Well, I played the dobro in the band for I don't know how long I've been playing with you. Months. Yeah, it's probably like four months. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was playing that only, and then. 
honestly, I was getting to where I was like, man, there should be something else here. That's the way it was starting to feel. And that's why I picked up that mandolin. I yeah, like, I think the mandolin fits pretty well. I don't yeah. know if you, he, uh, he not, Joe and I talked about that, I think, the day you brought to the yeah. bridge bar. Did you guys talk about that? Well, no, like, we, I remember we, like, we, were, of, we were talking about it, and then, like, you showed up, I was like, well, how did yeah. you know that? We kind of <laughs> casually mentioned it. I was like, sure, I could probably play one, just mess it around or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out it I could really kind of play scene. one. Yeah. 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 It's interesting to see how all the instruments for the music we play seem to have fell into place for us. Like, Ryan, you used to be a drummer, mm-hmm. and you just happened to be around a guitar all the time. Uh, when Michael left for the Marines, he left me his banjo, and I promised them I learned how to play it, and learned how to play that. And Walter, you were in school for music theory with a double bass so you just happen to have that and right. and I think how did you end up getting that Dobro wasn't that I just bought it uh, wasn't too long ago was Justin Criswell had one that's right yeah. yeah and then so I was messing around with it and I was like man I should get one of these just to kind of add to all the instruments I have playing yeah so. yeah, yeah we we never actually planned on the music that that, came, that you hear mm-hmm. it just yeah. it's just something that just kind of came together yeah yeah, I was actually curious about that because you guys have like a, a bluegrass style to you and I was just curious, you know, like was that something that was planned or is it just, you know, that fit your style the best? Yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of like some kind of weird spark that happened because I literally, like he was saying, I started off playing drums and then picked up the guitar and I was like always over his place and he played guitar before he played banjo and he had that banjo and we literally would just mess around just... Kind of like in one in like an empty room of his that he had in his house, and just record things just randomly, and we'd sing to it, just have fun. And well, one, of our, one of our songs we still play. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. one of those jams we just made up. Mm-hmm. And I think we listened to it, and we were like, "Wow, that was pretty good. We should memorize that." Yeah, that it definitely started off with just us like just recording everything that we did. Um, but yeah, it was just really, really strange how that all happened. Though. Yeah, we used to play like. A psychedelic rock. Me and yeah. Ryan used to get together and play, like, you know, Modest Mouse kind of stuff, let your guitar, play drums, every now and then Walter would be there too. And we didn't ever take it seriously, like we were going to have a band or anything. It's just something we enjoyed doing. Mm-hmm. Then, it's kind of cool though because you don't really think of any other bluegrass type bands in Pensacola. It's usually, you know, nah, rock no. or punk rock, yeah. metal. Mm-hmm. But it, it makes you guys stand out, I think. It does. Yeah, it's, we definitely noticed that. There's some other bluegrass groups, but they don't play in the same venues. They don't want to go out. and They're kind of older, too. Yeah, it's usually an older crowd. Um, and something that I heard when I joined wasn't just... Because it does, like on the outside, especially with the banjo, it's like bluegrass. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of other elements. I don't know. Like, you guys play a lot of yeah. blues in it. Like, I hear yeah. blues. But I can also hear country music a lot. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Like, me, like, what they were playing already... The reason I think it fits so well for me to just step in was because that's all the stuff I listen to. It's like you guys are just like a mix of everything that I've already listened that's to. That's a great point. That's a great yeah, point. It's yeah, it's just like I feel about it. Yeah. See, well, that is kind yeah. of yeah. like <laughs> I mean, we, we, we played blues music for a while. We played like alternative rock music for a mm-hmm. while. And we started playing like folk writing stuff. And then just when it all came together, like especially when we play only guitars and no banjo, like some of the newer songs we've been doing. Those are really like kind of almost a rock country mm-hmm. feel. Like mm-hmm. Wages of Sin, man, that, that's like a country song. Yeah. But somehow it sounds the way it does whenever we get together. 
Now, you mentioned that you guys would play like psychedelic rock and modest yeah. mouse type music. Like what what types of music were you guys into? Back then, yeah. Modest Mouse, I mean, Tools, Perfect Circle. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, were all 15, 16. Mm -hmm. Little punk kids growing up. Yeah, I mean, I used to have a Purple where Mohawk. Oh, yeah. I think I dyed my hair so much. Oh, man, really... the peanut butter and jelly hair. Yeah. That was my thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the stripes of brown and purple. It looked like that goober. <laughs> it's seriously mix. It was a crustable with his head chopped off. <laughs> <laughs> So what what about uh, what about you two, growing up? Like what what types of music were you into? I mean, well, I, I grew up. My mom and dad, um, you know, they loved like the classic rock stuff, uh, you know. So that's that's kind of what I grew up into was listening mm -hmm. to a lot of classic rock, and, and you know, like a newer '90s stuff. Growing up, my sister went moved on into like a, an industrial metal scene, new metal, different things like that, and then she she's an entrepreneur in music. I mean, you know, she just listens to everything, but at the same time, she has her own eclectic way about her. But that—that's—that's that's who influenced my music at first, and then you know, kind of branched off into my own thing. I listen to to this day a lot of Mars Volta, and I, I actually listen to to hip hop too, and mm -hmm. hear hear certain lyricists mm -hmm. and and just the beats that they use to help influence my bass playing. But it's a funny thing, but I don't listen to much blues or country or bluegrass. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's You're a bass player in a band that you don't even listen to that kind of music. But, but no, I mean, I love the music, but, but it's not something I sit and, and listen to to, to please my, my ear. Right. Yeah, Speaking of which, have you listened to the record since it's been done? I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> no, I mean, I, when we finished it, I couldn't, you could not pay me to sit there and listen to it. I was overhearing that crap. Mm -hmm. And then a month, month or two later, I listened to it, and I was like, man, this is actually pretty good. It's always, it's always, it's always been really hard for me to listen to, listen to something that, you haven't listened that I to any recorded. Other? You should listen to it, man. It's, it's a <laughs> I can imagine with it being such a long process, you're oh, just like, yeah, I, yeah, I want to yeah. be away from it. Yeah. Especially when you're, yeah, just... At it all the yeah, time. Yeah, play. Uh, I mean, uh, we crunched ourselves for a deadline. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was bad. Yeah, we really did. We really Some of those did. songs I could go the rest of my life without ever playing or hearing. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I hear some, play my pistols one more freaking time, oh, I'm gonna. And <laughs> another thing too, that that CD should have came out a year ago. It yeah, should have. Mm -hmm. That CD in all reality yeah. should have came out last year. Yeah. The, the same we should be time working on release. We should be coming out with it. Yeah. Now is this your your first CD that you guys have done? Real actual one. I mean, yes. we've had like little because he actually had some recording equipment that we tried to do our own thing. And at. Initially, we were mm -hmm. engineering ourselves mm -hmm. just. Ryan, Joey, and myself just sitting in a room for eight hours twice a week. Oh, that was fun. It literally wow. took us like nine months to come out with like six, six like recorded songs that we were like okay with. You and know what I mean? I don't think bare bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah bare bones. Any yeah. mixing, mm -hmm. no isolation. It's terrible. Padding up a closet and sitting in the closet. With no the engineer, so we would yeah. have to pause. Do it have ourselves. My face in my hand. <laughs> here, hold this for a second. Walk over here, fiddle try to learn what I'm doing because yeah, we've never done anything with software before. Mm -hmm. So we had no idea how to work the, the, the equipment. What did you guys use to record? Uh, we used, I used Pro Tools 9. Okay. Um, yeah, that was the only thing yeah. I ever used was Pro Tools 9 and a, and a Focusrite Sapphire 56 uh, for, okay. for an interface. But that's all we had. We didn't have any 
kind of and power conditioners or any other kind of preamps or anything. We didn't have anything. We just used the software and a and a nice condenser condenser mic, a baby bottle. Mm -hmm. So with with your uh, with your album, did you guys like go to a studio yes. and record it? Mm -hmm. yeah. On the yeah. back of it says uh, we went to Lucky K Studios. Yeah, yeah. We 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 used uh, a guy in town off of uh, you know downtown. Mm -hmm. um, and you know he's very reputable, very professional. And the studio is nice. Mm -hmm. he's nice oh yeah. yeah, he's a good guy. He's yeah, I, I I've been doing a little bit of work with him since then, just for other artists playing uh, banjo. Yeah, by us uh, doing that studio, uh, Joey has started started doing studio work. Mm -hmm. and, uh, very cool. Yeah, doing sessions for people. Yeah, I'm trying to find any ways I can to use this talent to make some extra money. Right. That's, that's what you got to do. I mean, that's right. what I, that's yeah. what I do with videos. Yeah. I mean, I film weddings, you know, during uh, no, nice. during the fall and uh, in spring. So you got to you got to yeah, you got to pay the bills somehow. <laughs> now, how how did you guys like actually form as a band? Like, when did you guys decide? You know, we're we're gonna do this. Um, like like we said, <laughs> me and Ryan used to sit in that room playing together, and mm -hmm. one day a friend of ours came into town from Orlando, and he had been in this big collective of musicians down south that were, it was almost kind of like reviving the 60s, man. Like, all these kids would just bail out of college and just do drugs and go to these festivals, and it was just a live-free kind of environment. And then he came into town, and I was like, man, you guys are great. I could, I mean, like, you guys could really play for these people that I'm, I'm down there putting shows on for. And so me and Ryan were like, okay, well, you know, we'll, we'll try to do a show. We played one in town, and ever since then, people have just continuously asked us to keep playing it's never been a struggle to get shows for mm -hmm. this band. And especially when Dennis got involved, it just started taking off. But like I said, me and Ryan started doing that. We played one show. I think, Walter, I think you were there for the first show, too. Yeah, I, uh, I'm most positive I was. The grunge bar. I mean, we... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I it looked like it sounds. Oh, yeah, I remember, yeah, that was when uh, mm -hmm. my old roommate played the drums with us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. I don't want to drop his name because yeah, it's of that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to drop his name. <laughs> I'm not even going to do it because he doesn't deserve it. Give no credit. Yeah. <laughs> but credit. anyway, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was about three or four. It was three years ago. Yeah. It was 2012. That was when we, uh, Ryan and Joey came to my place and they said, hey, I have some songs. And uh, they we, we had played a name them. and everything. Yeah, we had we had a name too. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, it's a play on words. Get that. <laughs> so we we sat in my back my back little jam room and uh, they played those oh, five yeah, six songs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was the songs we, we still finished, play. We finished. Tell me in that room. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Tell me in that room. We did. Uh, Take me back. Oh wow, oh, oh, rambling. There was uh, Pass It On. Yeah. Those were all our first, wow. our first yeah. six, it's seven songs. that those are the first songs. Mm -hmm. yeah. They're still solid songs. Yeah, yeah because we like played, we played the game. them. It's three, well, three years old. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. In all reality, the yeah. songs. They haven't changed that much either. But that's that's where it really started. And then we started, you know, it's it's not like you can get everything at one at one time. Right, you know, yeah. we, we slowly leaned into our, our involvement and seriousness of this group. And, and what we were really wanting out of it, where what we were, where we were going, you know, who we wanted to hear our music, mm -hmm. right. everybody. We, we we will play for for any crowd of people. We've opened up for techno artists. We've mm -hmm. opened up yeah. for the mm -hmm. yeah. the most electric dance yeah. music. Terrible, music. terrible, terrible, terrible times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> terrible times. Yeah, we've opened up for dubstep people. Yeah, hip hop we've, people. We played, played dubstep festivals. We've 
played with rap artists. Remember over there? It's an interesting combination. Live. We took everything. We literally got on after a rap artist. Yeah, we played in between two rap Mm -hmm. artists. And I mean... And we, got the, an and we got people like, dancing. Fly, yeah, you know? we did. <laughs> and not people you'd expect either. Oh, yeah. It's like we that were saying insane. before we started reporting, any exposure is good exposure. Right, it yeah. is, though. It yeah. is. you got to get your name out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Dennis, how did how did you get involved with these guys? Well, like we said earlier, I was doing the podcast at the time, and I was at the handlebar just looking for guests, basically. And heard, and it was Ryan, Joey and Ryan were doing, I think it was you doing a very new breakdown, actually. Right, Looking that, back on it now, that, we were just, really? you were just like warming up or doing yeah, something. Yeah, maybe probably. Yeah, I was talking to the person I was with. Like I stopped and I was like, "Wait a minute, what is this?" And after they got done playing, I just went up to him and asked they wanted to come on and be a guest. And then really, I mean, we became friends then. Yeah, we sat there for two probably and a, two, two and, and a half, half hours. hours yeah, and just, mm-hmm. and they asked me <laughs> so if uh, <laughs> if I wanted to be their manager. Like, I've got to think about that. That's something I never thought about. So I gave it a couple of days. And we met up and shook hands, and <laughs> the rest is history. Yeah. yeah. Now, being the manager of a band, what a, what all goes into that? A lot like, of what, emails, phone calls, <laughs> uh, staying organized. Yeah, which we letting everybody else know what's going on. Um, yeah, I mean, really, before he got involved, for the most part, I'd be booking shows. So and. Trying to book shows, write songs, practice songs, and perform songs starts getting really hectic. But as soon as he started working with us, I mean, it became so much easier. I mean, we played for maybe... What's a lot to keep up with? Oh, yeah, man. That's too much. But in the time, if you look at it, in the time that he's become doing what he's done, man, we've written oh, like yeah. six, seven, eight oh, yeah. songs. I was about to say yeah, that. Yeah, we've been really able to be more creative. It has helped it a lot. Yeah, it seems flawless too, because I'll show up sometimes and Joe's like, hey, I was working on this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, almost, it's the same thing as like you're on the road and you got a bus driver. Right, you're yeah. Able to oh, sleep. Man. The bus driver drives the bus. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody else can just relax. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. Okay, I'm going to write a song. Okay, let's focus. Yeah. yeah. Now, how the the songwriting process, because that, that's something like I, I'm I'm not very musically talented, so it's that's something that I just can't even comprehend as writing a song. Like, what what all goes into the songwriting process? Um. <laughs> Joe and I, we just kind of get together and literally collaborate and write these. I mean, like, like, like from the beginning, it it started just us like getting together, just the two of I and two of us, sorry, and um, just recording. You know what I mean? And and just whatever comes out of it. But now it's kind of like mentally recording, and we all have we you know we have notebooks now that we actually when we get together we write stuff down and stuff. And when we're actually writing, oh, well, I mean, a lot of it, a lot of it, just. One of us will write a song and we'll have an idea, and then we come to the other and we're like, "Hey, you know, what about this?" And we'll, you know, and then we'll we'll just really collaborate on the on the idea that we each of us come up with. Or yeah, um, a lot for me, what he says is absolutely true. Like we collaborate, but when it comes to like writing songs and then getting together, I mean, I'll be at work or doing whatever, and I just think to myself, some cool phrase. Like uh, recently, I mentioned "wages of sin." I like. I read that somewhere, and I thought that was just a really interesting play on words, and I was just sitting there just running over, what could I rhyme with this, how could this end, like, how could I write a story that would play out to make this the crescendo, and you just sit, you sit there, I, I've always just put myself in, in the place of the story I'm trying to write, 
So you write it, you think of a story that you want other people to perceive as you sing it, and you just start writing it and just be descriptive and leave enough, um, leave enough out to where the person listening can use mm-hmm. their imagination to kind of right. create the story on their own, be vague, as it were. How many songs do you think you guys have written since you guys have been a band? Written? Um, I'd probably say about 55, maybe 60. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's insane. Yeah. That's a how lot many, of songs. How many have like stayed? Right. I'd say probably about 35 or 40. There's mm-hmm. probably like a good 15 out there that never made it to paper. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, we could probably sit here for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and sing you songs that never once got wrote, wrote down. Mm-hmm. It was memorized because we did it so many times. Right. It was a joke. Mm-hmm. You know? Wow. Well, and it wasn't a joke like, either because, you know, even before the whole band, like, we were, me, just you and I were going down to Orlando and doing little tours, yeah, playing yeah. around campsites and stuff, and we were playing these little little songs that's, you know what I mean, that, like you're saying. That they have survived. Even, I mean, yeah, still they survived somehow like here that. in the mind, but not with the whole crowd, I guess, if you say. If you yeah, say that. the songs, that, it's funny, the songs that actually made it to the record and actually made it to where we are now are not even the ones I would have expected, mm-hmm. like, like rambling, I can't believe that song made as far as it has. <laughs> well, it's just the progression of our of our lyricism too, you know. Yeah, I mean? absolutely. I mean, you can you can listen to that song, listen to some of our newer songs. I mean, the depth of the writing has just gotten so much deeper. I met a random person the other day, and they were like, "Is that song on the album? The, the one song I saw you play the other day?" I said, "No." Oh wow, really? It's not. It was a random person. <laughs> Shame. Well, yeah, I I've seen him around town. Oh, okay. Okay. There was a guy at my restaurant that said he knew you. And he said, uh, he's like, hey, man, you're in Bear With Me, right? I was like, yeah. He's like, I met your bass player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> said, oh, that's cool, man. He's like, uh, you, is you, write, you write the songs or who writes the songs? I was like, no, Walter writes all the songs. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just sit back and look at it. So that, that, guy, that guy's going to come up to you and be like, man, I can't so believe you write all the songs. I'll write all the songs. I'll write all the songs. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, recently, and, and we were talking about this also before we started, but you guys uh, got to perform at uh, Studio Amped at the WSRE Studios. Like, how, how was how was that experience compared to maybe other shows you guys have played in town? Lots of lights. Mm-hmm. They, they love their lighting. Oh, yeah. yeah. They do. Um, it, That's it great. It was a little nerve-wracking knowing that you know, I mean, I it's, it's one thing it. to have a microphone in front of your face, but it's another thing to oh, the camera knowing that there's around, yeah. cameras and, you know, you know, <laughs> yes, there's editing and stuff, you know, but man, it's like, you kind of really have to be like, uh, oh no, I messed up, oh, you know, but hopefully they didn't hear me, I don't know, I don't know. It was exciting. It, yeah, it was exciting, yeah, because I mean, realistically, I can't really say I get nervous, I don't know, like, I, I really don't. I, I, don't. I always explain it to Dennis is, um, you kind of, like, just switch into your persona, right? Yeah, and like you mm-hmm. get in that mode. Yeah. It's like working. Kind of turn into yeah. yeah. You tur- I mean, you become who you want to be, how you want to be perceived. Mm-hmm. And if you get up there and you act really nervous and you don't not sure of yourself, you know people are going to perceive you that way. Right. So yeah. We just try to be as confident as we can. I feel like our event uh, that we put on at the Rex uh, Theater downtown, though, I think it kind of helped build us up to that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, we actually had uh, our own our own camera guy come out, you know, to try to tape our performance right. and stuff, and and I, I don't know, I kind of feel like that. And the black, kinda, TV. Black, yeah, TV. Yeah, black, black TV. TV. Yeah, black TV. Oh, you guys were on Black. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, cool. that's actually that was our yeah Joe. Joe. Right. Joe, yeah, Joe's the guy that got us on here. Okay, cool. Or on Studio Amps and here. We actually yeah. had a meeting with Joe last night. Last or night was it last night. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's Joe's a really nice guy. Yeah, we're doing a possum documentary, by the way. It's about possums. Orange yeah. possum special. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's great. Awesome. Does, he, does he talk about possums? Oh, he talks about so many things. I I could do He's a whole a trip, pod. Man. I, I could do a whole guy. podcast. Yeah, we, had, talking we talked about for probably two hours, two to three hours. Guy, last man. That was yeah. amazing. Yeah, we had Joe's. So we got to write a song. Guy. Yeah. I guess yeah. now it's not the time to be telling you guys we have to write a song for this documentary. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do. We'll test your creativity for sure. Mm-hmm. We will. Yeah, we will find out. I'm excited oh, about it. The, I want to oh, get together and all set up. Yeah, you should. You should. We should collaborate on that. That'll be the first one we do. Go write it in front of a crowd. <laughs> I know. That's I, how that goes. I mean, the other night I played a gig, a gig down at the Big Easy, and uh, I started my set. And I looked at Dennis. I was like, "Hey, should I just make one up?" And he just starts laughing. <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, I think that's a yes." So I just made up a song. People couldn't even tell the difference. Yeah, yeah clap the same. <laughs> yeah, and some of those bars, man. It's like you play for people. You could play nothing. It doesn't even you matter. Could play one note for an yeah. hour and a half, and nobody would say a word. <laughs> yeah. The same string, just sit there. Right, what is that? Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. That's like whenever I'm on stage, I'm always like, let's give it up for, uh, you know, just whatever. Somebody, you know, might hear somebody talking about like possums. Like if somebody was talking about <laughs> possums, like, let's give it up for possums. You know, people are just like, yeah, possums. You know, it's like, yeah. just they're real passionate about it then. What, uh, what are some of your favorite uh, places to play at in town? Um, Really, nothing compares to the Rex Theater now. Right. I mean, the vinyl's great; like we enjoy it a lot. Um, but it's kind of hard to get in there sometimes. Mm-hmm. But uh, like Walter said, man, that, that event we put on at the Rex Theater—I don't know if you've ever been inside there, but it's just a acoustics are great. Yeah, it's, yeah, I've never been oh, in there. Yeah, it's I, awesome. I don't think that venue was used enough. It's, it's okay. not. It's, it's, it's not. owned by um, a church that uses it for services, and they, right. don't, they don't want to turn it into a venue. They, 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 they said they said to us like we don't want it to be but a continue they, they don't want like every month like, thing there so their their top floor is perfect for a green room I'm oh, talking yeah, dressing rooms there's I think there's a shower there's showers yeah. back there too aren't there wow. there may have been I don't know man that that place is awesome like you you could you could take a, a high profile artist in that place absolutely yeah, you really could no no yeah. doubt the good news is, is we it can't. might be the best venue in town that's not used yeah honestly. it is yeah it's, it's very nice. Well, the You're singer, I think. Oh, the yeah, but yeah, it's I like, guess. you can't just play there. It's like, yeah, it's I've never been in there because I can't compare that. The good yeah. news is is that um, the Pensacola Little Theater is all about renting it out. So mm-hmm. that's a very similar venue. It's got a beautiful atrium in it. Um, we're looking at renting that out and probably having an event here in December, either November or December. We haven't decided yet. Yeah, Little Theater is a really nice place. Yeah, I, I, went, place. I, went there, uh, I went in there for the first time a couple of months ago for a movie premiere. And it, it was, I was kind of blown away by how nice yeah, it looked. It's beautiful in there, they, especially at Atrium. Yeah, Atrium man. is very nice. Yeah, um, but the, the acoustics in that room are so good, well designed that the the um, actors in the plays don't even use microphones a lot of the time. They just project. And that's how it was back in the old school days too. Yeah. Like yeah. so that means if we use RPA, yeah. like RPA is only what, do they not have no, they have one, but it's not. They they never use it for bands. They use it for actors, so they're, yeah, not, they're not prepared for that. Yeah, we can figure that out. Oh, we're going to. <laughs> uh, Do you guys have any uh, upcoming gigs that you'd like to plug? Um, I think we're playing. The one that's definite is uh, the food truck rally in Warrington. What was the date? Of it? November November seventh. Yeah. yeah, that was a good time. We we just did the same thing uh, a couple a week ago. 
They're just... trying to do it every month, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. It's cool. What what all goes into the, the rally? Uh, it's local food trucks. Um, yeah, it's they pretty... had some like I think they had some art vendors. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, um, it's nice. They it's show nice up in the Warrington, like it's on the PJC Warrington campus, PSC oh. Warrington campus, and uh, it's cool because there's nothing over there. Like there's yeah. you know there's not a lot of people that do stuff over there, and I think that can be turned into a really cool deal, providing something like that for that side of town. Right. Uh, yeah. Where there's just they don't do anything. Yeah, there's not much over there. Yeah. So there's there's a basis. yeah there's a potential of us uh, putting an event on at the Maritime, uh, but yeah we can look at that that that's still in the air as far as uh, anything upcoming. Then we'll the following October fifth or sixth maybe October, yeah, no December okay. December fifth the, the food truck rally again. Mm-hmm. Those are two things that are definitely in stone. Um, but we right we now. play um at the yard on a pretty regular basis. We play at uh, the Bridge Bar over there in Gulf Breeze pretty regularly. Follow us on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that's where everything's yeah. updated on there. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's the way when the world knows. When does this come out? It'll be next Thursday. Okay, no, I play a show Wednesday, but... Uh, yeah. It won't matter then. Yeah. Yeah. So he will have already played yeah. when, when you hear this, so... Yeah. Sorry. Get in the time machine. Come see me at the yeah. yeah. Hop in your DeLorean. <laughs> get 88 miles per hour and go see his show. Exactly. So, uh, do you guys have, uh, you just mentioned Facebook, do you guys have any other type of social media or website, Dennis. or is Facebook really the place to go? That's Dennis. Yeah, um, Twitter is on Twitter. It's not updated nearly as much. Sorry about that, fellas. <laughs> we didn't even know we uh, had that. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's updated every, every two hours. Oh, um, I mean, whenever we were doing that Rex thing, man, we were having... Uh, re- retweets, is that what it is? Yeah. They tweeted us Yeah. Um, different... Pretty um, renowned businesses in town were tweeting. News Journal, Blab TV did. Um, oh, that's cool. Hopjacks did a couple times. For, or we gallery night. We played gallery night. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. On top of Hopjacks. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, yeah, they've had us. They had us there two months in two a row. Two months. Yeah. That's yeah. good. That was yeah, good spot to play, man. You feel like the Beatles up there. Right. We've actually uh, been been uh, planning out the second CD. Yep. So, Which is now planned out. We have all the songs that will be on it unless we write some new songs in the next couple of days. Nah, I think um, we should stick with where we go. Should we stay? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we, okay, yeah, all right. We can't give them all... Okay. <laughs> you gotta leave them wanting more. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's what we said with that last album, too, and then we, <laughs> <laughs> then we left them wanting a little bit too we much. Gave, we gave them eight. I think yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, in closing, I'd just like to say uh, thank you guys for taking the time to do the interview. It was great. Well, thank, you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My thanks again to Bear With Me for coming on the show for that wonderful interview. It was great getting to know those guys. It was great really meeting them informally at Studio Amped a few weeks ago. Uh, be sure to follow them on Facebook to find out when they'll be playing next in the Pensacola area. And if you get a chance, definitely go. They play great music. They're great people, and they definitely deserve your support. And don't forget, you can check out past episodes of the Derek Diamond Experience on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or you can stream them directly from the website, which is ddepodcast.com. You can also find me on social media. Just search for the Derek Diamond Experience on Facebook, and you can follow me on Twitter at dde underscore podcast. And that's all I've got for this week, so enjoy the rest of your week. Have a safe and fun weekend. Thank you for tuning in to another fantastic episode of the Derek Diamond Experience. I'm your host, Derek Diamond, and we'll see you guys next Thursday. Thursday.